What's up guys, Justin here, and today we're going to be talking about the biggest thing you shouldn't do. And so um, we're going to talk about that in what I consider to be the first rule, the first principle of exercise. And um, everyone should be following this, but especially if you're over 40, you're not trying to like, you know, become the UFC heavyweight champion. You're just trying to be in great shape. Um, because you got kids, you got family, and you just want to live a long, healthy life, then this is the first thing you should be thinking about and you should always be thinking about in your exercise. And we're going to get into that today. The real question is this. How do normal, everyday people like us who have families and careers, who don't want to cheat with quick fixes that never work long term, find ways to get healthy, stay fit, and maintain our results, and yet still have time and energy for the things that matter most? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is Justin Lewis, and welcome to The Fitness Formula. All right, well, welcome to The Fitness Formula. I'm glad to have you here. We're just going to dive right into it. Okay, so what we're talking about today, you're going to learn the first principle of exercise, in my humble opinion, because this principle applies to everyone, but it especially applies to you if you're over 40, like I said in the intro, and you're just trying to be healthy and fit and and lead a long, healthy, active life because you don't want to miss out on life. I know I don't want to miss out on life. That's why I care about fitness and probably why you do too. Uh, But what's that you're saying? Just get to the point, Justin? Okay, let me get to it. I get a little bit hyped up with the buildup, but here it is. The first principle of exercise is first, do no harm. That's right. The Hippocratic Oath applies to fitness as well. And so why do I consider this the first principle of all exercise and why should you? Um, Because nothing derails your goals like an injury. And I mean nothing. I've been training people for almost 15 years and I can tell you the biggest saboteur of your fitness goals isn't going to be your work, it isn't going to be like family problems, it's not going to be your jock itch, it's going to be an injury. Injuries um, are catastrophic for fitness goals because they set you back, right? Like they make you worse and, um, and they destroy your momentum and like any other goal in your life, Fitness is about focus and momentum, and injuries kill focus and momentum in spectacular fashion. So um, just to give you an example, I started working with this lady named Robin um, this last January. She started working with another trainer the year prior, the January prior, and she wanted to get in great shape and you know, lose weight and be able to go horseback riding and hiking and all that kind of stuff. Um, But she started working out and she got injured. I think she started in June with her old trainer and she got injured in February, or excuse me, June, January. And then she got injured in February. And then she ended up having to take a year off, a year off because she had to, you know, get healthy and get, you know, let her body recover. And then she had to kind of get her head right to get back into exercise. And then, you know, that's when she and I met. But you heard me right. She had to take a year off with no exercise. And so that's what happens when you just try to get after it. You know, you just try to push. 
without thinking about first do no harm. Um, and it's understandable because you want to get more results. You want to get them more quickly. So, you know, if you're a hard worker, you're like, I'm just going to work hard. And, and that's admirable. But that attitude is what set Robin back 12 months. So I want you to imagine how much closer Robin would have been to, to hitting her goals or surpassing her goals. She probably would have surpassed her goals if she had just like gone at more of a moderate tempo, been a little bit smarter with her exercise, if her trainer, uh, well, I won't say anything. Yet. You get the idea, right? Like um, if instead of just trying to go hard, she um, was just a little bit more tempered and thought first do no harm as the first rule instead of first just work your butt off. Um, how much further along would she be if she had been able to be consistent for 12 months, even if it was at low, intent, in low intensity? She'd have been dramatically closer, if not past her goals, and on to like new and cooler and better goals, right? But a year is a big setback. And so that's why the first principle of exercise is, say it with me, first, do no harm. All right, now you're getting it. So the question is, what can you do to avoid doing harm? Right? Well, first and foremost, you have to recognize that your ego is going to be your number one enemy here. Because it's your ego is that little voice in your head that tells you, well, everyone else in the class is doing it. You don't want them to think you're a wimp, do you? Just do it. right? It's that little voice in your head that's telling you, oh, you don't want your trainer to think you're not willing to put in the work, do you? Get after it. And so you compensate through the motion and you, you know, you just do whatever, you move however you got to move to get to, to get those extra reps, to get that extra time, right? Uh, it's ego that tells you that if you don't go hard, you know, it's going to take forever to hit your goals. It's that little devil on your shoulder, right? That's your ego. So just remember when you're working out, you're not working out to keep up with the Joneses, right? Like that's not what you're trying to do. You're working out so you can get a little better each time, and then you do that consistently. That's how good exercise works. You get a little better after each workout, but you do that consistently. If you get a little better each time and you're consistent with it, I've said that three times now, you're going to be much better off. So you got to set your ego aside and ask yourself, am I doing enough to get a little bit better today? And if the answer is yes, then who cares what anyone else is doing? Don't listen to that little voice in your head that tells you you got to go harder. Uh, that's just a myth, right? Like the difference between killing yourself in a workout and like a moderate workout is probably like 100 calories. It's not worth the risk. It's just not worth the risk if your goal is just to be healthy and fit and be able to do the stuff you want to do so you so that you don't have to miss out on life because of, you know, physical limitations, right? So I promise you, the most reliable, tried and true method for achieving any goal is just through small improvements that you do consistently. And so that's why in, uh, injuries are totally unacceptable because they make you worse, not a little bit better, they make you a lot worse and then you, it destroys your consistency, right? So if the key to getting in great shape that lasts is small improvements consistently, then the opposite of that is, in, is injuries because it's a big, whatever the opposite of improvement, it's a, a big decrease followed by zero consistency, right? The only consistency is you're not doing sh crap. <laughs> I almost, almost swore. 
I don't know if this is going to be a swearing podcast. I don't think so. So that's the first thing. Check your ego at the door. Second, you need to get disciplined. And so I know when most of us hear discipline, we think of getting like extra hardcore, like Jocko Willink or something. He's super disciplined, right? But I'm, I'm more talking about like what you would call military discipline. I was in the Marines and I can tell you as an infantryman in the Marine Corps, one of the first things we learned about was sectors of fire, right? Any infantry guy can tell you about sectors of fire. And so, you know, people think in the military, especially in the Marine Corps, like you just go into battle and start shooting. That's just not how it works uh, because that would be undisciplined. Uh, in reality, you have a specific area that you're responsible for, and that area is called your sector of fire. Um, and so when the enemy's in your sector of fire, you shoot. But if the enemy's outside of your sector of fire, even if they're a, a freaking foot outside of your sector of fire, uh, you hold your fire. You don't engage. You don't shoot. You stay disciplined. And that's what you need to do with your exercise. You have to stay disciplined. You're not firing all over the place. You stay disciplined. And so if you're just starting out with exercise, then you need to take it easy and you need to pace yourself. That's your sector of fire, right? If you've been working out for a few months and you've built up some foundational strength and conditioning, then you can push a bit more, but you need to be cautious with it because that's your sector of fire. Uh, now, let's say you're a seasoned vet of exercising and you've got minimal compensations or dysfunctions in, in your movement, you, you move really well, then go ahead and push yourself hard but make sure you give yourself ample time to recover between your workouts. That's your sector of fire. Okay, so the second thing to remember to, when we're thinking first do no harm is to stay disciplined. Don't feel like you've got to get after it on everything that you do and do every type of workout you can find. It's not the way to go. And the third and final thing to think about when you're exercising is your form. It's called good form for a reason because good form gets you better results with less risk of injury. Let me say that again. Good form gets you better results with less risk of injury. So if you do each exercise with good form, you're going to get better results with less risk of injury. Um, but if you can't do an exercise with good form, then don't do the exercise, period. Find an easier version, something you don't have to move like trash through. Period. That's it. So drop the weight if you have to. Do fewer reps if you have to. Slow down if you have to. But do not practice bad form. Because if you practice lousy form, you're going to get better at lousy form. And therefore, you'll decrease your results and increase your risk of injury, which you don't want to do. In fact, if you practice bad form consistently, over time, you're almost going to guarantee yourself an injury. That I can promise you after over 15 years of training people. Um, and so uh, if you practice, the inverse is true as well, right? If you practice great form, then you're going to get better at great form, which means you're going to get exponentially better results and have exponentially less chance of getting injured. Which is why I have clients like, like Mary Jo who lost 300, well, she started 315 pounds, she lost 165 pounds. She's now run, I think, 20 marathons. And she's never had an injury. You know why? Because she practices good form and good movement. But remember Mr. Ego or Mrs. Ego? Ego doesn't want you to have good form. 
Ego wants you to lift the weight that's like way too heavy or do a bunch of extra reps with crap form because it makes your ego feel good. But don't listen to him. I promise you, he's a deceiver. So slow down and practice good form. Your future self will thank you. I promise. So with all that in mind, you've got two options. Option one, take everything you've just heard and take it to heart, right? So check your ego at the door every time you work out. Get disciplined. Know what you can do and what you can't or shouldn't do. And finally, make sure you practice good form. And I use the word practice deliberately. If you do those things, I promise you're going to get leaner, stronger, and faster. And you're going to do that with significantly fewer setbacks, if any. Or there's option two, right? Which is you can ignore everything you've just heard. Let your ego call the shots. Try to do more than you can or should. You know, just start pushing and not worry about form. You just go. And if you do that, you'll probably get leaner and stronger for a bit. Um, but then you'll probably get injured. And then you'll have to wait to heal. And then you'll have to wait a little longer to get yourself psyched up and ready to start working out again because you know you're way behind now. And then you probably are going to just repeat that same pattern. So those are your options and the choice is yours. Um, But in my opinion, it's better to remember, first, do no harm. That's it for today, guys. Thanks for tuning into the fitness formula. And until next time, stay consistent.